0: Hello listeners, and welcome back to This Gen Last Gen's coverage of E3 2018. This episode, we've got another mini podcast for you, just recapping what happened at Bethesda's show. Now, we already did one on Microsoft from yesterday. Uh, It's now the morning after in the UK of Bethesda's very late night show, and we just wanted to record this one, kind of get it out of the way, because actually tonight is going to be packed. We've got Square Enix, we've got Ubisoft, we've got the PC gaming show, and then we've got Sony. So actually delaying the recording of Bethesda was not the best plan, even if it did finish at four in the morning over here. Now, Bethesda had a pretty good show, but also an extremely weird show. In fact, probably the weirdest show of E3 so far. Now, part of that is in how they announced the games, and part of that was the games that they announced. But wow, it was All over the place in tone and the kind of live stuff that they put on. Uh, There was a big nod at the start to the fact that Walmart Canada, as I'm sure that anyone listening to this kind of E3 podcast will know, uh, you're going to be following this sort of news. Walmart Canada leaked a whole bunch of video game titles like upcoming unannounced games, and one of them that Bethesda's really leaned into was the leak of Rage 2. And uh, to introduce Rage 2, they trotted out Andrew WK for a live performance, which is not something I expected to see in 2018. And I must say, I'm impressed by the fact that Andrew WK doesn't seem to have aged in the 15 or 20 years since I you know, saw him performing on Kerrang! in the early 2000s. So, there's that. But Rage 2 itself actually does look pretty cool. You know, I never played the original, there's no attachment for me there, and this new one has been heavily kind of rebranded, rejigged, to really draw on stuff like Borderlands, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, and uh, since it's being developed by Avalanche, or at least in part by Avalanche, uh, there's obviously a ton of influence from their own Mad Max game that they released uh, not too long ago. Uh, incidentally, Avalanche must be kind of a huge studio at this point because they're working on this, uh, on on Rage 2. They've got uh, just Cause 4 coming out, and I think there's a third game that I'm honestly forgetting at the same time. Now, it generally does look pretty good. Like graphically, it looks incredible. You know, id like games running with id tech always look amazing. It looks like it's got that kind of first-person, new rebooted Doom sort of feel in terms of the shooting. Uh, It looks like it's got some cool open-world driving stuff. So, you know, actually, it looks pretty exciting. And while I'm not 100% sold on it, uh, it was a pretty good reveal. You know, well, not a reveal, but a pretty good uh, deeper dive into actually seeing some, you know, decent chunk of gameplay. Uh, We also had like a number of announcements that we kind of expected. Uh, like, we pretty much expected that they were going to announce some kind of Prey DLC. And there's this thing called Moon Crash coming out, which uh, I need to kind of learn a little bit more about it. But it sounds like an interesting take on the uh, like the, the meta-narrative from Prey. And it's almost like a roguelike expansion. So that could be kind of cool. And I think that's supposed to be out right now. Uh, they announced it during the show. It wasn't immediately on the PSN, but I think it's supposed to be already here. There's also uh, stuff like... Uh, New game plus and a survival mode, uh, so there's a few different things that they've added into Prey to, to keep that going. And they announced uh, a Prey uh, VR game type that's coming up, as well as a Wolfenstein VR game type. So it's really good to see that Bethesda is still keeping going with like their their VR implementation of games. Uh, I'm hoping that these are actually going to be more appealing to me as a kind of a, a pretty casual VR user because. You know, one of the things that we've discussed before on our podcast, uh, especially, you know, when Sorrel is joining me, but he's uh, he's not here right now. But uh, we've talked about how it's a shame that a lot of VR games right now, like the kind of the AAA end of VR, is trying to either like shove VR into an existing game or use like existing gameplay mechanics that don't really work very well in VR. So I'm way more interested in these kind of bespoke VR experiences like uh the two that have just been announced for Prey and and for Wolfenstein there was also uh, kind of surprisingly a Wolfenstein spin-off announced called Wolfenstein Young Blood which looks pretty weird Uh, it's going to be set in like the the Nazi occupied 80s you're going to be playing as BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters Uh, he's obviously the protagonist of the, the the current Wolfenstein games now It looks like this is a spin-off, or like a side entry in the series, in the same way that, say, uh, Dishonored Death of the Outsider is not like a full entry. But uh, maybe I'm wrong, you know, it it doesn't look like it's going to be Wolfenstein 3, is all I'm saying. Uh, We didn't see too much of that, basically just like a kind of a a CGI teaser. Uh, That was actually kind of a common thread through a lot of the stuff that Bethesda showed. It, It really feels like, for this year, for 2018, It's going to be pretty quiet, and then they've got a lot of stuff on the horizon. You know, they closed the show with their big game for this year, which is Fallout 76. And uh, as rumored, as uh, Jason Shreer from from Kotaku reported, it is going to be an online multiplayer game. And I really don't know how to feel about that. It's not totally clear right now what kind of uh, paradigm we should be looking at. You know, is it going to play like... An MMO? Is it going to play more like a kind of a a Destiny or Division sort of game? Is it going to be a bit more like GTA Online? Is it going to be something like... uh, Because they're they're kind of touting what they call like soft core survival mechanics. So is it going to be more like something, say, like Rust, uh, like in that kind of multiplayer survival genre? It's kind of hard to say. They've said it's not going to have just like thousands of players running around. You might have a few dozen on a server at any one time. But they're also touting the idea that you can you can play it solo, you can like quest for stuff. Uh, but there seems to be this like open world PvP uh, up to the point where they're like one of the big gimmicks is that you can find nuclear launch codes and nuke areas of the map. So uh, it's kind of hard to imagine how you can get that kind of traditional fallout feel uh, and this like the the base building that they're bringing back from from Fallout four. Uh, with this kind of constant threat of PvP and your progress being literally nuked. And I hope it just doesn't devolve into this kind of uh GTA online scenario where as they've added more and more stuff, you've now got to the point where like the really rich players and a lot of the players have basically uh it's it's well known that like GTA online has a, a, a real like hacking problem. So people can basically just hoard money very easily and then buy into like the really expensive uh like orbital laser strikes and things and just kind of disrupt the game for everyone else so while it does sound kind of cool and i'm intrigued by the possibility of playing a fallout style game in in co-op or in multiplayer uh i'm really hesitant on that and i hope that this is uh you know they've built it as fallout 76 it sounds like it's gonna be a side entry uh you know it It Sounds like an experiment like The Elder Scrolls Online is an experiment and not a replacement for like the next single player entry in that series. And uh, one of the final announcements in their press conference was that yes, they are working on The Elder Scrolls 6. You know, this is something that has been kind of inevitable, uh, but also up in the air because, like I said, ever since they brought out Elder Scrolls Online and switched this like online MMO uh, version of that game they haven't had a a single player game. So, uh it was always a question would they return to that? Would they return to like big expensive AAA single player RPG development? Yes. So, hopefully even if Fallout 76 is, you know, even if Fallout 76 is good, hopefully they will still return to, you know, and do Fallout 5 at some point. Just before we got the confirmation, and it really was simply a confirmation of Elder Scrolls 6 they also finally revealed that they are working on Starfield. This was the rumoured kind of sci-fi take or like uh, a space-faring sci-fi take on their single-player RPG sort of experience. So, you know, they've got Fallout, they've got uh, the Elder Scrolls, like kind of fantasy, and this is their first new IP, like wholly original new IP in 25 years, which is a really long time. Uh, You know, obviously everything else that they've worked on, they've like, you know, they picked up uh fallout uh from kind of the ashes of previous developers they uh acquired id uh not so long ago and continued with like doom and so on and wolfenstein so yeah it it's it's pretty cool that they're actually developing something new you know we always like to see new ip and there was only a very very brief teaser image like a teaser uh shot of a, a kind of a kind of a cool spacecraft orbiting a planet But it opens up a lot of possibilities, and I'm intrigued by what they're going to do with that. So they made it sound like uh, Starfield is going to come first, and then The Elder Scrolls VI. But both of them are going to be next-gen titles. And this is interesting because, you know, following Microsoft's conference, we we had confirmation that, yeah, uh, as expected, Microsoft is working on the next-generation Xbox. And we don't know when it's going to hit. We don't know if it's going to be uh, late 2019. I think that's a, a possibility. Uh, kind of November, uh, like holiday season 2019. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, as I said before, maybe not until 2020. That's my hope. I want to get more life out of the current gen. Uh, my personal, probably my personal favorite announcement from uh, Bethesda's show is got to be Doom Eternal. Uh, I was hoping that we would see something new from Doom. Uh, I was expecting maybe some DLC or like a, an expansion, but this is a full-fledged sequel it looks like it's kind of taking the like the Doom Hell on Earth concept. Uh, I'm really excited because Doom was just a whole lot of fun. I really love like the feel of the shooting. Uh, everything about it is really great. The only thing that makes me a little bit hesitant is that I thought that the Hell levels in the uh, not the original Doom, but you know the the new rebooted Doom. I thought those Hell levels were a little bit samey and dragged a little bit. They were certainly like the weakest part of a good game. So seeing a trailer which really focuses on this kind of hell on earth landscape is slightly concerning uh but i hope that you know i, I just basically i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt I, i'm going to trust that they they can pull something really cool together and it's just going to be fun to, to shoot some demons so again it was a really strange conference we had some really odd moments uh we had kind of a heartwarming Videos explaining, you know, all the the diverse people who work at Bethesda, as well as weird comedy skits about how Bethesda has shoved Skyrim onto every possible platform, including Amazon's Alexa. Uh, They had Andrew WK performing, and they unveiled uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, which is a new, like, first-person mobile game take on Elder Scrolls, uh, that's it's going to launch on like iOS and on Android, but they're already talking about wanting to basically put it on uh, consoles, onto VR, basically want to put it onto everything, which is, I don't know, I, I just don't know what to make of it. I, I've very little interest in playing uh, a game like that on my phone, uh, just because I hate that kind of touchscreen interface for it. Uh, but it does look, you know, technologically, it looks incredible but it just doesn't seem like the appropriate sort of thing you know fallout shelter which they've just announced is coming out on switch and on ps4 you know fallout shelter was cool because it it worked with the the platform that it's intended for i just don't see how blades is going to do that but yeah prove me wrong bethesda prove me wrong so that is Everything from Bethesda's show. It was a a really long broadcast without too many new announcements. But, you know, I think we can get excited about Doom Eternal. Uh, I think we can get cautiously optimistic about the fact that they're developing uh, Starfield and the Elder Scrolls 6, but they are so far away, it's hardly worth talking about. Rage 2 looks pretty exciting. And, of course, Fallout 76, that's the big question mark. You know, what are they going to do with an online multiplayer Fallout? Uh, How is that going to work? Is it going to work at all? Uh, I don't know, but uh, it's going to be coming out this year, so at least Bethesda did have something uh, coming out pretty soon. I will be back later today with coverage of the other E3 press conferences that are coming up. Like I said, we've got Square, we've got Ubisoft, we've got Sony. Uh, Not quite sure how those episodes are going to break down yet, but if you subscribe to us on SoundCloud or over on iTunes, you can grab the new episodes as they come out. Stay tuned.